T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Dom Giordano on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. Dom Giordano show. They always make me wait for the good stuff. Stella Morabito really is at 2 o'clock today here. A little bureaucratic mess. So we'll work on that. Uh, and um, her book, The Weaponization of Loneliness... And what she said, I wanted to get her on again with us. What the heck's going on on college campuses? She has a unique insight that I think is um, got a lot of merit to it. All right, 855-839-1210. That's how you get on board. Now, we've been trying to reach, Dan is the head of the SEPTA union. Seeing this bus driver killed yesterday, according to police reports, There didn't seem to be much interaction, and the woman that they have on tape who allegedly killed him shoots him, then comes back on board to shoot him some more times. So uh, my mind, and I don't care who the hell doesn't like it, immediate goes to what did Krasner have to do with this? So I went back and I pulled this article from the Philadelphia Inquirer, and it's the headline is, We Lost Control of the Trains. Nice piece, like 12 printed pages. And they, they say this about the market, uh, market, uh, market Frankfurt line has its own incense, a combination of cigarette, weed, or K2 smoke. People in the throes of opioid addiction and sometimes frozen in a forward lean in train cars and on platforms. People experiencing homelessness might use a couple of seats or a station to seek rest away from the cold and dire heat. Uh, so, um, just the, the way they phrase that people yeah. that are experiencing. Oh yeah. 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 Well, the, the homeless are a part of a problem here, but I go through this article and then some of the other villains, of course, they pass laws to stop people from riding SEPTA and or fine them. And then the defenders association in Philadelphia complain you're picking on the homeless. I mean, it comes down to an easy choice here. Whose rights? What, let's deal with one category. Whose rights supersede whose rights on this? The homeless or people are paying the frank? It's the people paying, not the homeless, who shouldn't be on there, and we should do something to help them slash. They don't get to take over SEPTA. That's one. But what happened is they started trying to deal with people here that were causing other problems. And the Defenders Association complained to Larry Krasner's office And they said, look, we don't have time for all these things. We're not going to enforce them. Similar to the shoplifting thing. 
So I'm bringing this up because the guy that heads up SEPTA, I'm not sure if they're asking for higher wages. They're about ready to strike. I predict they will strike this week. But they're mainly wanting safety. Now, this is going to be interesting, Dan, if they actually stick to their guns and he actually comes on. He says he went to Governor Shapiro, the friend of law and order, right? And he wanted him to use the National Guard. Now, I am Mr. Law and Order, but I'm very wary of putting the National Guard in situations with the weapons they have, et cetera, and what are they going to do? In the, they don't have arrest powers, per se. They're not arresting agents. I'm reluctant. Could have gone to Shapiro and asked two things, Governor Shapiro and his uh, crony, Dan, from Montgomery County, Ms. Richard, who heads up SEPTA now, and all those uh, Republican fat cat bureaucrats that are on the SEPTA bureau. Some of them are Republicans. What are you going to do about this? Are you going to call out at least the people that are provoking this? What Shapiro could do is send some state cops into this. But this is another example of progressivism. Deep down, they believe you got to put up with the homeless. You have to put up with everything else on SEPTA. And it's not just the homeless. I don't know that this woman was homeless that shot this bus driver. Here we are at the stadium. We took the best way around in Philly which is SEPTA, nothing but happy people wearing team colors behind us, getting ready for a beautiful game on a beautiful night after a beautiful ride. Ride SEPTA. I don't know where you pull that from. Genius, though, Dan. That clown, right? This is the type of stuff that goes on. So Good old Krasner. We want to get this guy on because we're hoping they stick to this. And if they stick to, they want to be made, the operators at SEPTA, Look, we want the people, they're saying, to be safer, but they're talking about their bus drivers and others. They said that we put plexiglass around during COVID. Do we need to put up something bulletproof around SEPTA drivers? You have people that are lawless, and part of the reason they're out of control completely is because of Krasner, Kenny, outlaw, and the nonsense that goes on here in Philadelphia. It's so-called quality of life crimes, and sometimes they become more than that. This woman just blows this guy away with six shots. Is the city outraged? No, not much. That's what's happening here. But I don't think the answer is a National Guard. (laughs) Now, I would make one exception. If I were coming in the mayor, David O. or Sherelle Parker, I'm not going to give you all this nonsense about, well, we just can't. We have to have the community input. Kensington will not be allowed to be Kensington. The second that you're inaugurated, you leave the inauguration and you lead the charge down K&A and all those other places with massive police presence, cleaning up, et cetera, taking them in. And if it's hand-to-hand combat, that's what it is. SEPTA, uh, Kensington is not going to be Kensington. That's what the mantra is. It's pretty simple. You're not going to do this anymore, progressives. You're not going to shove everything toward that. And we're going to go after these people coming in from the suburbs, and we're going to take them back there and charge them there. You are not, it takes will. You are not going to do it. But putting the National Guard in there as sort of a show of force, too many people have um, said this in the past. You're asking for trouble there. Now, 
if the city's on fire, when they had riots in Philadelphia and places like that, you may now you're you're into a shoot to kill mode. You may need to do that. But day to day doing this, I just think is putting the National Guard in a difficult situation here with where we are in Philadelphia. Why does no one ever say, what about Krasner? I don't know. I, I didn't hear it in a debate the other day, Dan, that they were in. I guess I could go back and check the, a transcript, but nobody says, what are you going to do as mayor about Krasner? Or if they did, I think Sherelle Parker said, and this is where we differ with, well, I'm not going to go after another official. He has his role. I have my, that, that's not true. Krasner is a significant problem here. Kenny, at least, will be out of office. Outlaws up there screwing up New York. So we got two out of three that we can take care of. But he is sitting right there. Also sitting there are people like the SEPTA board, Josh Shapiro, the head of SEPTA. And uh, these people have to be dealt with. Is this uh, Sherelle? I have uh, from the debate yesterday. Oh, oh so Sherelle they did it. David talking okay. about their uh, Krasner. Oh, good. They did ask this in a debate. Uh, kudos to KYW because uh, most debates, most of these situations, most of these forums, they never bring up Krasner. Here's how it sounded. Thanks. Okay. Thank you. Thank uh, you. Ms. Parker, where do you come down on D.A. Larry Krasner's prosecution philosophy track record? How would you handle his office and the budget that Mr. Rose says you write? District Attorney Krasner is an independently elected official here. I may not agree with all of his decision making, but I know the DA's office plays an essential role in helping us to address public health and safety in our city. And one of the things we'll do is make sure that we are at the table. What I've also talked about that a lot of people I don't think understand the significance of its power is empowering the tool of transparency. I want people to know what a Sherelle Parker Police Department is doing. So every arrest for retail theft, every arrest uh, associated with the ATVs and any other illegal uh, behavior, we're going to present that information to the public. It will decide whether or not they think that each entity responsible, particularly when it's independently elected, is doing what it should do in this effort. But if anyone, I mean, Yes, it's, it's sexy for, for some, salacious for other, others to point fingers, to talk about who is not doing what. But that's not how I've gotten things done Thank in you. my career. Thank you. All right. Uh, I like the idea. We're going to show constantly, as the police department did not, somewhat because they can't point to that. In other words, we're going to continue to arrest people that are shoplifting, et cetera, show the public what's going on. But it's going to take more than that. This guy is not going to allow, they're showing this, and he's going to attack the police. Then what are you going to do? People, Dan, just can't. We went through this with these candidates. They're very sharp-elbowed, very smart, canny politicians, infighters. But deep down in their heart of hearts, Dan, every single one of them has a truth. They don't know what to do with a guy like this. And by a guy like this, I mean a guy this cocky, this arrogant, this ideologically driven, this uh, strangely skillful, though, at using the grants that he gets, et cetera, to buy off, I believe, the black clergy and others to stand with them. He is an existential threat. It's tough. I said that to them on air and off air. I get it. 
But he is the thing, and we're seeing this all over the country. For my money, he is the very best, that means worst, of the Soros-backed district attorneys. He is the creme de la creme. And he's not going anywhere, and you got to take him on. And it's not easy. It, it is not. Look at what we've gone through at the state level. Now, just so you know, the hopeful side, we had Craig Williams on a little while ago, a great attorney, state rep out there in Delco. And he will be leading the charge. November 27th, I think, is the date. They'll presenting their evidence why the impe- before the Supreme Court why the uh, Pennsylvania Supreme Court, why, why the um, impeachment of Larry Krasner should stand, okay? And when that happens, if we win on that, which I think we will, then the pressure will start to put on the Senate to conduct the hearings to expel him. Oh, I know they're not going to expel him, though. Okay, what are we going to do? Are we going to roll over? No, you fight. And you fight, and you fight, and you fight. He fights. He's in it to the end. Boy, I love that speech when Al Capone goes nuts at the end of The Untouchables. And that's when Elliot Ness says, uh, fight's over now, buddy. You lost. Here's a little bit more on Krasner Dan has from the debate. I believe that uh, those were uh, bad policy decisions intentionally put in by our mayor and our district attorney. Uh, Not arresting and not prosecuting what are considered low-level crimes, it depends on who you are. If you're the shop owner, that's not a low-level crime. We have many stores closing throughout our neighborhoods that is really hurting community members who cannot get their prescription medication, can't get their over-the-counter drugs and other things. Um, when it comes to the lawlessness, such as um, the ATVs and dirt bikes, that's not low level. And many of them are brandishing weapons. And it creates an atmosphere of, of, of fear and, and fear of violence. Uh, they have to be dealt with. And so under the broken window theory, if we could uh, deal with these problems at the beginning, show people that this is not something we'll tolerate in their city, we will not have the influx of violations and violators that we are now dealing with. Okay, so both of you support more rigorous enforcement of lower-level offenses. Um, But as uh, Mr. O pointed out, it's not up just to the mayor. How would you work with the district attorney to make sure that those offenses get prosecuted? We have to have a comprehensive approach that doesn't include finger-pointing. When Philadelphians have... Okay, stop on that. With Sherelle, you know, we love a lot here, but uh, nope. Finger pointing is a large part of this. This guy is nobody wants to. And I realize that sounds good with him. Bottom line, though, is this is one on one. That's all the way that I see it. It's the way I see the world. And this guy is a quintessential example of it. And there are very few people who are going to take him on in that manner. And if you don't, he's just going to be sitting there. It's obvious to everybody. David O. made a good point there. The business, that poor shop owner who has to deal with this, it's not all chains and all that are just being robbed right in front of them. With them, this isn't a low-level crime. It's all part of it. It's no low-level crimes. Just enforce the law. How many times do we say that on everything? When we see this maniac shooting up Maine, enforce the laws. We don't need more laws. Figure out how to have the guts to enforce them. He should have never been out of the psychiatric setting that he was in. 
All right, 855-839-1210. You got the side question. Uh, Fred Heron uh, uh, is featured at, uh, he's a sheriff out in Bucks County, at uh, Delaware Valley Journal. And I think he's making a compelling case this upcoming election. I think there's a real shot to take over the commissioner's uh, seats out there in Bucks County. If you would have told me 20 years ago that not only would they control, let's see, Chester, Bucks, Delco, and certainly Montgomery County, yeah, Republicans slash progressives control the executive authority of all four suburbs. Did you think you would live to see that? That the suburbs used to get it. Look, you don't want to be Philadelphia. It's one of my biggest themes, Dan, in talk radio, second to none. How the heck do these people in the suburbs not see the encroachment on their way of life? Well, Fred Heron, the sheriff there, uh, made a case. He'll be on at one thirty. Breaking down under the leadership of the two Democrats there, Marseglia and Harvey, what's happened in Bucks County, particularly the property crimes, carjacking, things of that nature, and a lot of it coming from Philadelphia. How can you reelect that? How Chester County is where I'm going to look the very first on election night that I want to see. I know the most important race is the Supreme Court race. I'm going to be looking to see what people in Chester County did after uh, Cavalcante uh, escaped and all that was behind it. How in the world can you vote for any of these Democrats? Don't come crying then. Don't be, oh, my God, we're in lockdown. What's going to happen? Well, what happened is you put Democrats in charge. This is what you'll get. Now, sometimes Republicans can be ineffective, inefficient, but in the main, they care about law and order, meaning personal security. Democrats are not serious about that. They wouldn't be a Democrat if they are. The whole party is based on not being serious about it. Think about that. That is is what it is based on. That's its side of the coin. We side with the pork. Kenny, the other day, these kids wouldn't be shooting each other if they had these hydrocarbon jobs. He's standing there, $270 trillion, Dan. You're going to see a lot less shootings, he says, in North Philly because of this hydrocarbon Biden nonsense. <laughs> Can you imagine hydrocarbon? Put down that gun. God, that's what they're about. That's what they believe in or at least pontificate to get elected. Can you imagine what Larry Krasner really thinks? He says stuff publicly. Uh, There's some issues that we ask police to do, like mental health issues or policing in schools and all the rest, that perhaps we can uh, shuffle some of that money around. Suck it up. Defunding the police has to happen. We need to defund the police. Mayor Eric Garcetti saying, take some of the money from policing, about $150 million. I applaud Eric Garcetti for doing what he's done. Not only do we need to disinvest for in police, but we need to completely dismantle the Minneapolis Police Department. So, yes, defund your butts. Defund you. Yes, I support the reallocation of resources uh, from NYPD. Smarter we will Democrat. be funding <laughs> from the NYPD to youth initiatives and social services. You know the guy I really like to interview? The maniac in Chicago, that guy. The Brandon guy. Oh, yeah. Wow, he's out there, man. All right. Got the side question, got everything else ready to go. Your calls are next at 855-839-1210, AT&T and Verizon Wireless. That cut from Larry Krasner with his bodyguards <laughs> and a Phillies hat on. 
Yeah. You mentioned 30 seconds. We put him on a train in the middle of North Philly at midnight. How long does this Phillies hat stay on his head, do you think? I'm Larry Krasner. 855. We are at the stadium. We took the best <laughs> way around in Philly, which is SEPTA. Nothing but happy people wearing team colors behind us. Nothing getting ready for people, a beautiful man. game on yeah. a beautiful night after a beautiful ride. Ride SEPTA. <laughs> He's coming from like 10 blocks from Center City to South Philly, a beautiful ride, like he's trailing the, the, the Rockies or something. And you, if only you can see the through the oh, radio, the, the, the oh, video, God. because his body language is very much like, I, I know I'm not right. being honest here. And then he gives like the thumbs up when he says. After a beautiful ride. Thumbs up. Ride Septa. I thought he'd take the hat and doff it like that, you know, to Septa. All right, 855-839-1210. We'll get your calls. And then we're going to talk with Fred Curran, who's the sheriff of Nottingham. There is a Nottingham. No, it's a Birmingham or one of those out there in Bucks County. Uh, we also have our TV guy here today. And we'll talk with the Stella Morabito at 2 o'clock. I hear we have a pretty good uh, Dom's Money Melody today. Yesterday, people had trouble guessing it was Jim. Who knows what lurks out there today? It's probably a cover, though, here on Talk Radio. 12 I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Joy Behar, and she couldn't even do it yesterday, the laziness on The View, today told us, these guys with these automatic weapons, you can't even eat the deer if you kill it with an automatic weapon. You'll demolish the animal. <laughs> Oh, my God. This this is the level of nonsense. That, and they're already worried what Mike Johnson will do if Trump loses in 2024. That's the uh, theme of the day. Uh, do you want to hear from Joy? I think I might be able to yeah, ask let's Yeah, let's hear Joy say that. Give yes. me uh, one second yes. here. i got to log back in. Because I was logged out. Sorry about that. Uh, entered my password wrong. There we go. Come on, computer. We didn't get a chance to weigh in on the uh, topic of what happened in Maine and the AR-15s. Yeah, I I would love to see an assault weapons ban. Like President Reagan, I don't believe they're a sport or hunting um, uh, instrument. It's like shooting fish in a bucket, but that's my take. But also, if you shoot with an AR-15, let's say you shoot a deer, you can't eat it. 
Because you basically demolish Hunting expert Joy Behar here. An actual difficult process, not massacring bodies of any kind. But uh, the newsreader, Heinz, she yeah. had to jump in there. All right, uh, let's go to uh, Mike and Ben Salem. Mike, you're on. show t- brought to you by Remington with the yeah. expert Joy Bayar. <laughs> in buckskin, yeah. Uh, Mike and Ben uh, Salem. Hey, Mike, welcome in. Henry Blake, but I know that was taken. So I'll go with Bambi's mother. Oh, it's, oh okay. Yeah. yeah, Bambi's mother. That's a pretty tough moment. You're going for the gusto with that one. All right, yes, that's the uh, side question today. That fictional character, movie, TV, whatever, when they died, it was moving or at least memorable. All right? Bambi's mother. Uh, Robert in Ben Salem. Hello, Robert. Hey, how you guys doing today? Good, good. Um, I was thinking about what you were saying about the aid that we're giving to Ukraine. And I understand both your guys' positions, but I have a simple solution for this, actually. I did a little research, and I found out that like 35% of the aid that we give to Ukraine is cash. And I'm wondering about that. Why would we send cash when we can just send weapons and supplies? And I think that if we did that, it would kind of like meet the needs of both groups in this particular issue. And it's easier to check on it because if you see a slightly used M1A Abrams tank on Craigslist, you know something's up, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, Robert, the thing is to remember the $25 billion we gave them for first responders, small business. So you know what? It, it's uh, We've so tarnished Almost it now. Almost $60 million. Yeah. Almost so... $60 million in cash aid. Right. That's yeah, enormous. $60 billion, I'm sorry. Yeah, $60 billion. It's, it's so enormous what we've already done. That's why people are tiring of this. I don't know if Johnson's saying, well, surely we're not going to let them be overrun, if that's what the argument is. It's going to be tough to make that now, though, because of so much it's already been spent. Well, my, I just say give Johnson time. Let him find himself. You know, don't, don't, don't be like the media and jump in with their attacks. You know, just just let him let him do what he does and see if he's as bad as McCarthy was. You know? Oh, no, he's not. No, no, he's nowhere near yeah. that. All I'm saying Absolutely. is um, I said the far right, not me, are going wild on this. I just think my point is this is going to be threading the needle on this Ukraine stuff for anybody, uh, this speaker or anybody else. Yeah. Bingo. You hit it. And when you have that situation, neither extreme is going to like it. But tough snuggies, you know. Who's your uh, moving death of a character? Now, uh, you said movies, too? Yeah. Yeah, sure. Uh, Okay, I got to change my answer then. Brian Piccolo. Oh, oh yeah. I love Brian Piccolo. Uh, I, I was 10 years old, and I admit I cried. So uh, yeah, let, let me ask you before we let Richard go, or, or Robert go, in case he wants to change it. Or, wasn't he a real person? Are we taking – he was a character uh, in a film. That, yeah. Okay, but, that's, that's a good point. Do you want me to throw in my original? Yeah. Uh, you ever watch Boardwalk Empire? Sure. Richard Harrow, the hitman who was a sniper in World War One with the uh, disfigured face. A great answer. Very beloved guy. Like a, a very. My, uh, my daughter stopped watching the show <laughs> because she loved him so yeah, much. Yeah, he, he was such you like a, a nice in a, in a show where everyone had like a, a a spin of darkness. It seemed like Richard Harrow coming back from the war with half his face gone. Just wanted to be a good person. And uh, he had a code. Yeah, he yeah, had he code. had a code. He had a code, and it, it was sad to see. Thank you, Robert. So did Omar. But I, I like Brian Piccolo, Dan, because it's a character there too. Even though he's a real. Okay. It's got its, yeah. Yeah, I think it's, it's potentially and a game I, winner, man. I That's remember. Um, answer. 
the guy that played uh, uh, the guy that played Gale Sayers. The car- I think it was Billy D. Williams. I love Brian Piccolo. It was it was unbelievable. <laughs> it was, yeah, Billy yeah. D. Williams and James. Very Brown. very tasty. All right, who said that I'm burying? Uh, they're all going with Dan the Red here with Mike Johnson. I'm just saying um, I would have um, tried to probe a little bit more on that in that interview with Hannity. Here comes Leslie, the captain of the Mike Johnson fan club, though. She discovered him on Talk Radio 1210 in Bryn Mawr. Hey, Leslie. Aloha. Aloha. I, I am totally on Team Dan today. Um, oh. I, 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 I agree with pretty much with everything Dan said earlier uh, about the accountability. Yes. And um, I think everybody needs to just slow down, give the guy a chance. He's only been in office about 36 hours. Let's give him some time. He's got a lot on his plate. We have more issues worldwide going on than we care about. All right, rebuttal to uh, that. Wait, or, wait, rebuttal to that, though. This is going to be the thorniest one. And I'm not saying it was a horrible answer, and I'm not doing what some of these guys did. In fact, I'm attacking them more to your side. I just want to know about these 12 questions. I'm looking during every break to get them, et cetera, as the mechanism here. I don't think it's about accountability, Leslie, with listeners. They just don't want to give this country an unwritten $100 billion more with all the accountability in the world. They don't want to do it. Yeah, no blank checks. I agree. You know, um, but to Dan's point earlier, if they can put a cap on it and say, you know, not, we're, we're stopping the unlimited money, then that's reasonable. And, and it's reasonable for the Democrats to come to the table on that. What the bottom line is, though, they're not prepared to give Putin anything. And I understand that. Unless I'm misreading it with Zelensky, you really think he's going to let them keep any territory? And Putin isn't going to go without getting something, right? Oh, Putin's not going to stop till he gets something. Right. Right. So, so that's a pretty big impact. That's a, tough. Yeah, it is. Um, but maybe they could work something out that they allow Putin to get access to uh, where he wants that pipeline. Right. That's what this is about. He wants that territory to get the pipeline through. And Ukraine says, OK. But we want royalties from the pipeline. Well, so it becomes if that is in the pipeline, I would think that's an interesting thing. We'll know more when we see these uh, 12 questions. I'm just a little suspect with Dan Crenshaw being one of the people in charge of that. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of Crenshaw. I agree. Yeah. Yeah, but, we'll see. I, I, you know, but I think we should give him a chance to like. You know, just get the lay of the land. Not that he doesn't know it already, but give him a chance to absorb everything. And, uh, you know, the weight of the world is was just put on this guy's shoulders. Oh, I would say this, though. I have no doubt he looks up to it and is confident. He doesn't look like someone to me that the weight of the world is on his shoulders. I think he's very confident in this, and uh, that's a good sign. All right, Leslie, who's your um, character? They died. Brooks from Shawshank Redemption. Ah, uh, yes. That is an excellent, uh, excellent one. 
it's a pivot point in the whole thing. Get living or get busy living or get busy dying. Yeah, that's a good one. Brooks was here. So was Borowski. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Dom Giordano Show, one of the uh, most buttoned-up law enforcement people in our area is with us. Bucks County Sheriff Fred Herron. Uh Fred is in the uh, Delaware Valley Journal. Dot com today. Buck Sheriff Fred Heron blasts Dem commissioners over crime. Now, this is a tight election out there. It's a two to one thing one minority party, the other majority party. Democrats control their argument. Crime is down in Bucks County. What are all these people talking about over in Ben Salem and uh, places like that? You know, coming in from Philadelphia. Heron talks about. So-called property crimes, robberies, burglaries, which is one of the most frightening, uh, car theft, carjackings. Those are down? Whose statistics are they? Let's go to the Bucks County Sheriff, Fred Heron on Talk Radio 1210. Hey, Fred, welcome back. Thanks for joining us today. Thanks, Tom. Thanks for having me. Well, let me ask this question, though, before we get to whether they're telling the truth or not. And I think you have an interesting insight here that breaks this loose for people voting in Bucks County. What's Fred Heron's argument that the commissioners actually have to do with crime being up or down? What would you say to that, Fred? It's a great question. And, you know, I was posed that question a couple of times. And I didn't realize it until I actually got up here and I left Ben Salem and got involved in the county. But, you know, the, the county controls the prison. They control a lot of programs. Uh, they control, uh, you know, funding the courts. And they controlled funding the sheriff's office and, you know, whether or not they're giving money in the right spots to keep criminals off the street. It's not just the municipal police. One of the things that I wanted to do when I when I ran was I wanted to make sure that the deputies here were getting prisoners and moving them to jail as directed by judges quickly enough that the local cops, the municipal cops, the ones that handle your 911 calls, they can stay on the street and not babysitting prisoners in hospitals or on their police stations. So that's where the commissioners have a lot of control over, and they've not been supportive. And, uh, you know, we can get into specifics whenever you're ready, but um, they're just not specifics. There's a lot of problems right now with the prison that I'll be more than happy to discuss. But one of the biggest things, I think, to me is that they're touting that crime is down. Well, you know, as you said in the intro, where are they getting their stats? Mine are coming right from the Pennsylvania State Police website, and what I'm showing is an increase in crime across the board for Part 1 crimes, which are the major crimes. Yeah, in a place like Bucks County, these robberies, burglaries, nice homes, all that right out there. People are feeling unsafe with them. Well, what's the difference? Yours are right from the website now. What do you say? Where are they taking theirs from? I have no idea. 
Uh, the only thing I think they're using, because they're talking about pre-COVID to COVID, you know, and I know because I was in charge of Ben Salem at the time, when COVID struck, we were, you know, we were led by Fauci and others that this was the new plague. Anybody spit on you or breathe on you that had COVID, you were going to die. So we cops really stopped making a lot of aggressive arrests, and we started going hands off. We weren't really investigating much because uh, we didn't know what we were faced with. Also, burglaries don't happen when people are working from home. When you're home in your house, it's hard to burglarize it. So by the nature of the beast. You know, crime did go down during the COVID years. I'm comparing after COVID. And uh, what we're seeing is burglaries are up 32.9%. Theft is up 21%. So they're off the state police website. I, I, they haven't quoted me where they got their numbers from. I'm telling you where I got my numbers from. So let's uh, show me, you know, show me what you got and, and tell me where you're getting your numbers from, because it's not the place that counts. Uh, do you calculating that, too? It seems when we talk to the Ben Salem people, they're the most on top of this. The stuff coming in from Philadelphia that some of this. Sure. Bucks County has its own problems. But due to our problems here, which I document every day, they're coming to right. ben, uh, Bucks County. Well, for sure. And, and, you know, the county, the corrections and the sheriff's office deals with a lot of the problems from from Ben Salem and the lower end of the county because we're the ones that move the prisoners around and we deal with the court cases. Um, so the Ben Salem issues directly affect what goes on up here. And it's 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 not Ben Salem. Ben, you know, as you know, you've had Bill McVeigh. He you know, I I left him, you know, after I left, I knew that guy was going to be in charge. I, I was excited that Bill McVeigh was going to be taking my job um, when I left there to become sheriff. And, and Ben Salem was left in good hands, great hands. But the, the problems in Philadelphia, it's. It's hard to keep a you know a sinking boat sometimes afloat. I'm not saying Ben Salem's a sinking boat. That's not what I'm saying. But I'm saying the crime just is pouring over because Philadelphia just they can't they can't deal with it in the city because you got Krasner, you got that guy there that's just basically destroying not just Philadelphia, but he's touching everything around him. He's destroying. He's you know he's just you know evil and he's t- destroying everything around him and that's a problem. Yeah, well, certainly he is the quintessential. We can't even get candidates for mayor, at least one, to right. directly contest him, Fred. Now, you mentioned the prison there. So uh, yeah. give me what you're saying that the commissioners have direct control or a lot of control yeah. over uh, that's messing things up in your view right. and contributing to this. So the arrest process is I'm going to simplify it. A police officer sees a crime. He develops or she develops probable cause. They arrest a person, an affidavit is completed, they're taken before a judge that night, in a district justice, and that judge decides, is this person a danger to society, and this person, could this person show up for the next criminal case, the next criminal procedure? If the answer is no to one of those, the judge will set a bail, and if that person can't make bail, they will go to jail. Now, one of the criteria is that, are they a danger to society? So... Because of the crimes out there and the drugs, such as xylazine, people are having so many more medical conditions. The prison, who is directly under control of the commissioners, the director of corrections and all the men and women that work there are doing a fantastic, amazing job. But the commissioners are not giving them the resources and the funding they need to do the job properly. So they won't take these prisoners. So what does that mean to a Ben Salem or a Bristol Borough or a Yardley resident? That means that your cops are now off the street guarding prisoners, not for three hours anymore, sometimes for three days, because of the effects of the xylazine, you know, prisoners can't be cleared right away, and doctors don't want to take that liability, so they're admitting them into the hospital. And now the, the prison won't take control over them. 
So cops are off the street doing a job that the county should be doing. I submitted some uh, some some answers to the problem to the county, and I keep getting pushed off. And we have a meeting Monday that's been pushed off, pushed off. And um, we have answers, but they they put it through the red tape of bureaucracy here. And this is an emergency that's today, now. I can't wait for a meeting for Monday that was scheduled two mo- two weeks ago. We talked about this with them three months ago and still nothing. And every day, people like Ben Salem and people like Bristol Borough and people like Doylestown Township, they're faced with this problem, and the commissioners could care less. Yeah, you talk about it here, too. Uh, The nugget that I saw at the Delaware Valley online, the issue is the jail does not have the medical component. So the jail will not accept anybody that has any type of medical problem. When a police officer arrests somebody, I'll give you a simple but true story. If your blood pressure is elevated, by the time you get to prison, they won't take you. Wait a minute. You're going to prison. I think my blood pressure might be. And then you cite the, uh, you know, all these police killings. There are some with that that we still remember, Fred. And you cite one that I do remember, Officer Greg, when he was fatally shot at St. Mary's guarding one of these lunatics. Yeah, and the hospitals are not made for prisoners, and that's not where we should be taking dangerous people. You know, and you know the, the prisoner, he or she gets to sit there and think, "Am I going to jail for a very long time when I get out of there?" And you know what? Maybe I'll fight it out with one cop or two cops. Maybe I'll take my chance here. So that's not. We need to secure people right away, and the prison's the best place because they know what they're doing. The street cop is not the person to be securing people in hospitals. And you know what? I, I've 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 been screaming about this since I got here. I, I know you've talked to people like, uh, you know, my good friend Pat Malloy and, of course, Bill McVeigh and others. They'll tell you the same problems. And I, I've had it. I've had it, Dom. And that's why yesterday I held this press conference, because this is a critical point now coming up. And to, to, to let these folks stay in office where, they're, where they don't really it's, – it's a good thing to say, oh, I'm pro-law enforcement. I can say I just got off a spaceship from Mars. Somebody's going to call me out on it and say, uh, well, where's the spaceship? How would you get there? Mm-hmm. You know, what do you mean you went to Mars? They tell people, oh, we're pro-law enforcement. They don't do anything to show they're pro-law enforcement. Every time I come to them or the, anybody comes to them with a situation, they don't want to hear about law enforcement. That's not what they're interested in. The chiefs, the Bucks County chiefs just sent a letter to them yesterday outlining the problems in the prison. And it'll go on deaf ears. You know, I'm curious to see what happens with uh, – a reporter said, you know, what's going to happen with the meeting on Monday. I don't know. But if not, I certainly will scream it from the rooftops well, because I'm tired of this problem. Well, Fred, that's what we – and we have an election, a solution to this coming up where people can make a choice because this yes, they is – there's nothing more important than this. We're glad that you're in that for a couple of reasons. You're law enforcement all the way through, but you're not afraid to speak publicly. I know that over the years, I remember the first time we debated on one we differed on a little bit to all the ones that we agreed on. That was one. I was, I'm still remembering the, I was coming out of my chair there. It wasn't as bad as when Christy went after me, but boy, it was a good one. So uh, Fred, uh, let us know, would you let uh, Dan, your office, or you let him know what happened on Monday and we'll have you back. Thanks, Tom. Thank you so much. Thank you, Fred. All right, right, Dan, that was in the top 10 shootouts. It was not. It was over DNA, taking DNA. But (laughs) just a bit, imagine high blood pressure, he says to Delaware. They're not going to take you to the prison. They take you to the hospital. You need manpower to guard. You can't be guarding these maniacs in hospitals. That's what a prison's for. It's like you have Cavalcante, Dan, in the uh, hospital sitting there with you, you know? 
You turn your back for a second. What do you think's going to happen? My God. Yeah, I was texting with a mutual friend, and I, I, I said, the, the, the guy, incredible speaker. Yeah, yeah. He replied that just a very sharp right. individual, this oh, mutual yeah. friend. And right. I, I mentioned I would hate to debate him, forgetting that you did indeed debate him. Oh, yeah. That, oh, was, that, that must have been was, tough, man. Oh, if you go back and listen, to you, I, I think it was uh, he wanted DNA taken of everybody, Dan, if you were just... Even if you were just questioned by the police, I think it was. He wanted them to take your DNA, something like that, not arrest it. And boy, it was a shoot. And usually I don't go against law enforcement. I didn't know him then. And he was getting more revved up as it went on. So it was perfect. <laughs> All right, see how things turn around. Someday Larry Krasner and I will be having lunch together. Eh, probably not. All right, coming up, our TV guy. I'll give you a TV recommendation here and to Neil that I really love, and I think you will too. We'll have that coming up. We'll see if Dan the Red has anything for our left-wing friends after he wins today with some of the crowd. (laughs) And Neil Zorn will give us a lot of good stuff, including some Halloween stuff this weekend. Winter is coming. Our lays down look flattened. Like a single sculpture. Ah, someone snitched. You want me? Earn me. We're not gay. Not that there's anything wrong with that. I'm in a dream. That's right, Dolores. You're in a dream. I am the one who knocks. And now, Neil Zorin with What's on TV. All right. Every week, every other week, Mr. Neil Zorin tells us what's good that's on TV. He's with us here on uh, Talk Radio 1210. Hey, Neil, welcome in. Hey, good to be here. Well, Neil. Happy uh, Halloween. Happy Halloween. Neil, I have a good recommendation. Now, maybe I'm strange. I liked on Netflix Fear City, and they started to promote through Netflix. Get Gotti was coming mm-hmm. up. Three episodes, and I consumed yep. it all one night. Couldn't get enough of it. Particularly had to uh, text Geraldo and say, uh, yeah, you were standing there with Gotti. <laughs> uh, have, have you seen that on Netflix? I have not seen a bot. I will tell you that it is the number one show in America right now. So if people are watching Netflix, that is the most watched show on Netflix. Ah. Get Gotti. And I almost watched it this morning, but I had, I, I, but I actually had to go and I'm in Market, New Jersey. I had to leave. So that was sort of next on my list. And I thought, nah, I don't, I don't want to see 10 minutes and run. I want to sit down and watch Oh, yeah, it's, watch it's it. well so, worth it. I, I don't mean to interrupt. Is this, yeah. a, is this like a, a documentary type series or is it a fictional retelling mm-hmm. of the guy's life? Uh, it's a, well, it's a retelling, it's a somewhat the documentary. Yes. Is it like yeah. a panel type? Like, a, like no, he did this no. and then you, you comment on it? No, or no, is no. It like they, a... they actually feature the people who brought him down and their background and what they remember. Mm-hmm. And a lot of them are. That sounds awesome. And, and they blend it into, this was New York during the 80s, et cetera, and how he fit in. Uh, it is mm-hmm. uh, remarkable. And Neil, the, the thing I like about it, too, is the. They dance along the question of constitutional rights, sort of. Not that I think his were violated, but they went Mm -hmm. all out to do anything to get him. And you know what? I would live to be the person getting Gotti, too. I understand. Just the sneering, the strutting around, beating the rap. I'll I'll kill people right there in Manhattan right before (laughs) Christmas, and you won't do anything about it. Is, does Rudy get at least a good a good mention there? Yes, Rudy Giuliani, yeah, Rudy Giuliani is yeah. in there. I wouldn't say uh, the major figure, but he is in there. And uh, several law enforcement people they elevate and 
really do a good job with. I want I want to reframe my question uh, yeah. because I'm I'm really genuinely curious. <laughs> so so is this like a uh, like the old school documentary and they have a reenactment crappy actors or is this like a uh, uh, what was the name of the movie or the, the show from HBO that was a nuclear disaster out in, uh, you know, like a biopic kind of uh, retelling? Kind of, mm, no. Like I, a Boardwalk I, Empire style no, show. I, where they, uh, they avoid the reenactment type of stuff. They don't do that. That's impossible to do. But they have so much footage of Gotti and courtrooms gotcha, and all okay. that. So that's, that's what the I'm thinking The character is so overwhelming that it's, uh, that it's amazing. I couldn't recommend that enough. So, uh, Neil, uh, Halloween weekend... Are there particular films or shows that you'd recommend? Well, I think you should go back and watch the number one. It's not necessarily scary, but it is thrillers. It's a show that I think I like the most. As, as I like the old shows. I'm going to hum the um, funeral march of the marionettes. Who knows funeral march? What goes So you know exactly that I'm talking about. Oh, yes. Alfred Hitchcock presents. And I think that if you do an Alfred Hitchcock's marathon, Alfred Hitchcock marathon, or if you do a Rod Serling marathon with the Twilight Zone, doo, 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 you'll have a good, you'll have a, a good Halloween day. Now they're not scary like Stranger Things is scary, or like even the Fall of the House of Ushers. Um, Dan just mentioned about uh, about a minute ago, crappy acting. The Fall of the House of Usher is on Netflix right now, and it's one of those strange things where the writing and directing is fine, and it tells the post story well, but the acting is so horrible, I, 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 I commit the cardinal sin of American critics and say, where are the Brits when we need them? <laughs> Get these people... <laughs> I get say, these people with their flat accents, I get their flat accents, their, their dead readings, and get them off the camera and put on people who can actually deliver the line so that the dialogue matches the, the quality of the writing and matches the quality of the direction, which actually turns out where you have a, a bit of a thriller and where you have a sense of Edgar Allan Poe watching this. So it's one of those things where show, show okay to good acting, sort of like, where did you find these people? And they're not all bad. I mean, and some of them, some of them uh, overcome it. Like Mary McDonald overcomes it. Carla Cugino, of course, overdoes, does, un, uh, you know, overcomes it. She's a great actress, unknown to the world, but she's, she's, she's a great actress. But, uh, but Bruce Greenwood is sort of like, can you have a bus you could send him on before he did a second shot after you saw the first one? So <laughs> <laughs> It's really funny you make that critique of this new Netflix show because it's one I've seen on Netflix now multiple times. It's the same exact thought that you're saying here that I had during The Lincoln Lawyer where I thought the writing was good and I thought that the story was driven well, but the acting was just absolutely terrible and it was hard to mm -hmm. get past. And I wonder, do you think this might mm -hmm. become a trend for Netflix? I, I think I, 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 everything is diluted these days. So I don't know if it's a trend, but it's worth watching. Because I feel the same way about the Lincoln Lawyer. And I sit there and watch things, and I say, no, that you need, to, you need to put the accent on this word. Not because I want it different, only because you missed the joke. That was a yep. joke, and you missed the joke by not using putting the accent here. Or, no, that word is pronounced like this. Mm -hmm. who, who, what are you, a new action newsman who doesn't know where Nishamini is? Neil, you make that so, point several times. It's one of mine, too. It's so diluted because of the vast amount of fodder they have to put out just like major league sports are you got 32 teams in this right. that and the other national hockey league used to be six teams can you imagine how right. good you had to be in competitive to be on one of just six well, teams that's, what, that's what we saw about baseball yes to be one with six teams, but even baseball 
you have 30, you have 30 teams now. When you add 16 teams, I, I, I'm going to do the math fast. You had something like 275 fewer players. And so, therefore, that's why pitchers could pitch nine innings. Besides, they didn't have ba- they didn't have babies playing baseball, you know, and they didn't have bigger babies as their agents. People pitch nine innings. You, uh, the reliever could go in every day. They didn't have to worry whether his arm hurt or be through ten pitches this day or four. Oh, you, you know, has not like, gotten over like, the like, Phillies yet. I can tell. I can tell. No, so Neil, you know, I, I, I forgive the Phillies because they're great. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, we want some scary things. I think go to Hitchcock movies like Strange okay. on the Train, um, uh, Suspicion, things like that. The, the scariest movie of all, if you, if you don't mind subtitles, The Abelique, a 1965 French film okay. uh, with Simone C. Yep, Jaws. Jaws is one of the scariest movies because 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 on time it's not on time. <laughs> Spielberg uh, just is so great at, at 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 doing a rhythm and then doing uh, having the shark appear off rhythm, which is great. Oh, absolutely! Yep. I uh, uh, very underrated actors in it, even too, without a doubt. So, Neil, uh, other than scary Halloween, what do we have to look forward to? What do you? What have you gotten so far? What are you looking forward to seeing? I'm looking forward to seeing All the Light We Cannot See. It was one of my favorite novels. It's by Anthony Doerr. It's about a blind woman and, and a, a, a hidden radio res, uh, um, um, transmitter in um, Vichy, France, and, and deals with a romance between a woman who's blind so doesn't know that the man she's interested in is a German soldier who uh, is looking for the radio, but it, but a lot of things happen during this, and it's a great, great piece, and I'm hoping that it will also make good television. The show I'd leave alone is a piece called Leave the World Away, even, Leave the World Behind, even though it stars Julia Roberts, Ethan Hawke, and various other people of note. I hated the book. The book was one of those things where it was so pandering to the audience, especially the audience who is into and into crazy climate control. And I, when I say crazy climate control, I mean think people who just just want to do everything and anything like Greenpeace or Greta Thunberg would tell them instead of like a real scientist <laughs> would tell them. Well, I'm thinking of taking Greta Thunberg to a film there, Daniel, the guy that's going to do that. <laughs> My God. Uh, Neil, where do we find you until two weeks from today? You'll find you'll find me in the Delaware County Daily Times and the related papers. I'll say that better: Delaware County Daily Times and uh, related papers and at newspaper.com. And watching another show called Fingernails that will be on Apple TV and stars my two one of my favorite two actors of the time, and they are Riz Ahmed and Jesse Buckley. How dare you! <laughs> Thank you, Neil. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Neil, very much. I can't get enough of that. How dare you? Oh my goodness! All right, coming up. School. Yeah, that's right. You should be, uh, honey, in school. I uh, shouldn't be up here. Oh, God. Okay, then. Uh, Stella Morabito was with us before her uh, great book, but really during COVID, but it's universal, Weaponization of Loneliness. Every day you hear another survey about loneliness. She wrote a piece this week that's much different than anybody else about conditioning and college campuses and this craziness we're seeing more than maybe even ideology. Dom Giordano, weekdays noon till 3, from Talk Radio 1210, WPHD. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. 
Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.